This is 7.30 Tea with Ree. So I'm like, oh my god, I'm literally stranded in a flooding canal. He's like, oh, I hope you don't mind. Um, I invited my friends. When he pulls up to pick me up, he's in a weird-looking van. Ree is spilling all the tea. Hello, everybody, and welcome to 7.30 Tea with Ree. How are you guys doing this week? I am actually doing fairly well this week. I feel like I'm doing, like, good. Not amazing, but good, you know? I don't know. This week has been, like, a mix of emotions. Like, it's been up and down. So, like, I remember the last time that we, you know, checked in with each other. I told you guys about how I got ghosted. How am I doing since then? Honestly, I'm still irritated and I'm kind of going through the motions of the holiday season loneliness thing which I'm annoyed by because I did not think that I would be going through that but here I am going through the motions of like oh my god I want to be with somebody so I did what a person is supposed to do when these things happen I hung out with all my friends (laughs) I got together with my friends. I've been trying to spend more time with my family and my dog and all that. And I'm actually going to be doing ice skating tomorrow (laughs) with um, one of my best friends. Well, my honestly, he's like my ultimate best friend, which he knows that he's my ultimate best friend. (laughs) And I would hope that I'm his. I'm pretty sure I'm his ultimate best friend. We tell each other it like frequently, at least once a month. But either way, I'm just excited. I've been trying to be as festive as I can be during this holiday season because I feel like, I don't know what it is, as we grow older and the generation progresses, I just feel like certain holidays aren't celebrated the same way and it honestly makes me really sad. Like, I feel like, I don't don't know if it's just because I'm not a child anymore that I feel this way, but I just think it's not celebrated the way that it was when we were younger, like in the early 2000s or like in the 90s. It's just completely different. And it sucks because the future kids won't know what it was like for certain things to be a certain way. I feel like I'm not being that descriptive, but I mean, you kind of get what I mean, though, right? I would hope so. It's kind of like, you know, for Halloween, you don't really see that many trick-or-treaters anymore, do you? And even for Christmas, like, there's not many Christmas carolers that go around, not in my part at least, which is kind of sad. The one tradition that I do really like that still carries through is when the firefighters go around on the truck and um, someone dresses up as, as Santa and they throw the candy canes and they have the lights in the trucks like at least that continues which that hasn't happened yet this holiday season and I'm waiting for it to because like I kind of count on that you know every holiday but um, I that's like one of my favorite traditions I also really want to do like gingerbread cookies like decorating them and stuff like that So I want to try to do that sometime this weekend because I just want to live out all of like my childhood memories and I just miss it. Plus, I'm going through my lonely period. So I just like I need to be around people right now. And, you know, that's why I keep planning hangouts with people. (laughs) 
like tomorrow I'm going to be going out into the city with my other best friend from college and I'm excited to see her like we get to gossip and catch up on life I'm just excited I just want to make sure that at this age that I'm at I get out as much as I can and I see my friends as much as I can tell them I love them as much as I can and just you know have people to be there for me and me be there for people that type of thing so that's what I'm trying to work on mostly while I'm in this lonely period so that I don't isolate myself and become depressed because that would suck. <laughs> we all know that seasonal depression is a thing and it's a very, uh, I guess, heightened thing, especially, you know, around this time of year. So I'm just trying to avoid that, but it's creeping up a little bit. I can't lie, but I'm just trying my best. What's also been helping me too, honestly, is reading because of how I work at the library part-time. So uh, sometimes when I don't have much to do there, I can go on the Libby app, uh, which is like a reading app, and you can read books for free on there. So I go on there and I just read books like during my shift and, and stuff like that, which is nice. So right now I'm actually reading that popular book that everybody was talking about by Colleen Hoover called It Ends With Us. And it's actually really good. I honestly didn't think it would be that good. But this book is like really deep, really detailed, really real and raw. I just, I really love it. And just a heads up warning, it is about domestic abuse. And I didn't know it was going to be about that. I had no clue what this book was going to be about. But it's really, really good. It's a powerful book. I haven't finished it yet. I'm like, I think 70 pages away from finishing it. Nobody spoil it for me. I'm serious. But um, I absolutely love this book so far and I would highly recommend it. But anyways, enough about me and my loneliness and drowning myself in friendships and books um, and holiday festivities. Enough of that. Uh, we are going to get into today's stories in a bit, but before I do that, I'm going to tell you guys what this podcast is about if you're new here, which I'm very happy if you're here and you're new. Um, this podcast is all about spilling tea and sharing your deepest, darkest secrets. So if you have any tea to spill, DM me on Instagram at 730 with three, and you spell that 730-T-E-A-W-I-T-H-R-I-E. Or you can DM me on my main Instagram account at Rihanna Flores and you spell that R-I-E-A-N-N-A-F-L-O-R-E-S. And if you wish to be anonymous, please let me know. Stories should be up to 500 words or less. And if you want to send an audio voice message instead of typing out your story, please keep it up to five minutes max. Thank you. Now we're going to get into our first story of the day. So one of my listeners sent in this story and they wrote it in and it's called My Best Friend's Crush Had a Crush in Me. So I'm going to read that. Okay, so I have two friends and I'll refer to my first friend as Anaya and the other friend is Amber. I will not be using any real names. Disclaimer, this story happened a pretty long time ago. So basically my friend Anaya knew this boy, we will call him Clay, and one day I suggested we played Truth or Dare because I was really bored and we had nothing to do. Amber and Anaya agreed to play, and all was well. We took turns asking questions and doing dares until my friend Anaya dared me to say I had a crush on Clay. I didn't. 
Looking back, I regret agreeing. I didn't know how to stand up for myself back then, of course. So I did the dare, called him over, and just quickly said, I like you. I expected him to just ignore me, at least. That's what I was hoping, but he said, I like you too. This surprised me, and I just awkwardly laughed because I really didn't know what to do. I look at Anaya, and she didn't look panicked, but I could kind of tell that something was at least a little bit off. Maybe she was surprised too. At least that's what I thought at the time. So basically, Anaya called me over and asked, do you like him back? And at the time, I didn't know what to do, so I just said, yeah. I didn't like him in any way whatsoever. After a bit, Amber and Anaya were talking about something, and Amber whispers to me, I don't know how to explain this, but Anaya has had a crush on Clay for a while. I was confused, because why would she dare me to do something like that if she liked him? Yeah, um, so I got in a bad situation, and I didn't talk to her for a pretty long time because I felt really bad. I felt sick to my stomach for a pretty long time, and that's basically my story. <sighs> this is so... Ugh. That sucks for Miss Anaya. That sucks for her. But, okay, as I read this story, I feel like I know like what happened in the scenario it seems kind of like she mainly dared you to do that just to see what he would say like I think maybe she expected that he would say that he didn't like you and that he liked someone else like maybe she was hoping he'd say that he liked Anaya but then it turns out like he didn't I don't think she expected the outcome at all and I think that's why she acted that way because she was probably just really uncomfortable and got her ego bruised by the guy that she's had a crush on for a long time. So I think that's why um, she dared him. I think she just wanted to see what he would say and just didn't expect that to be the response. Also, guys, uh, let me just add in here that this is actually my TikTok friend who sent in the story and she's in her teen years. So that's why they were playing truth or dare and why there may be like more feelings of discomfort and stuff like that. Um, plus, like it's always harder to say or confront things around that age range, like around that era when you're a teenager, because you're still finding yourself and, you know, finding ways to approach new situations, especially uncomfortable ones like that. Hence why I feel like our listener lied and said that she liked him too, which I don't, I, I do think it's um understandable in a way of like, you just get nervous and you're like, okay, like I'll, I'll just say anything, you know, I do get that, but I do think it's wrong that you lied for that just because it could have gone much smoother if you just told the truth because then maybe there would have been another way to handle it. But at the same time, if I was in my teen years and this happened to me, like maybe I would have done the same thing or maybe I wouldn't have been able to properly analyze the situation either. I would have just been anxious because like, what do you do? You know, um, however, it's good that you were able to acknowledge it at all after the fact, you know, like, you know, when you recognize where you were wrong like it's good that you were able to see that and be aware that you should have been upfront and honest about your true feelings but um the biggest thing to take away from this is just to be honest and upfront from the beginning of a situation just to save you from any further trouble and if there's still trouble at least you were honest from the beginning you know and then you did the best you could to have a decent outcome so yeah, 
biggest thing to take away is just be honest be honest that way you don't get yourself in any trouble so yeah anyways let's get into our second story of the day so this one was actually an audio message sent in by one of our listeners and this one's pretty juicy this one is called she hooked up with my crush so it's another crush story so prepare yourself for this one because this girl she's got a very thick um i can't tell if it's bronx or brooklyn accent just know she's got a thick new yorker accent and she's like the most hilarious person i know (laughs) um we went to college together she's hilarious uh but let's give it a listen you guys hello there so i'm gonna tell a story about the time that i thought one of my roommates was my best friend thought thought is the big word so little backstory i met this girl my freshman year of college met through friends we became one big friend group you know the whole nine had a great freshman year sophomore year came i go like let's room together okay whatever so also too let's call her becky becky is the important one so now also to freshman year there's a bunch of you know we're a typical girl group we see guys that you know we like and or we think are attractive and we quote unquote claim them as our boyfriends even though we never even spoke to them and the kids probably didn't even know who we were but you know quote unquote they were our boyfriends so come sophomore year the kid that i was oh we'll call him bobby the kid my quote unquote boyfriend so bobby i've said something about since freshman year so let's just leave that in there Okay, come sophomore year, it was homecoming weekend, actually, so lots of parties were going on, and, you know, also the beginning of the year, so I mentioned something to my friend's brother about Bobby, and Bobby just so happened to be his little in his fraternity, so he was like, let me hook it up, I was was like, bet, I was excited, everybody was excited for me, whatever, 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 so the weekend comes, and Bobby's frat is having a party, and it just so happened that Bobby actually reached out to me and was like, hey, like, we're having a party tonight. Here's this, the address. You should come, bring your girls, blah, 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 blah. So I told everybody, and, you know, I was never one to, like, go after guys, you know, always not really having the best, most self-esteem. So, you know, like, the fact that I was going to a party and, like, I had intentions, like, all my friends were hyping me up. Like, it was, like, a big deal. Like, everybody was like, this is your night, whatever, whatever, whatever. So we get to the party. I'm all hyped and, you know, whatever. And, of course, you know, Becky doesn't mix a trick. Becky came. And she, you know, we're at the party, whatever. We're hanging out. And she's like, I'm going to do a lap. So when now Becky, when Becky used to go and do a lap, she would leave the group. She would walk around the party, the house, wherever we were. We'd walk around, basically looking for a guy to catch her attention or catch his attention. And then she'll disappear with them and run off into the garden, the springs. And I don't know. And then we would eventually find her or she would come back to the room or she would tell us how he was a jerk and whatever, whatever, whatever. Typical Becky shit. So we're at this party and we're all hanging out and she goes and does her lap. Her lap was pretty quick. They're usually long, whatever. So she comes back down to us, you know, uh, basement, fried house, the fun stuff. And I see her now. She's, like, hanging out with us, whatever, whatever, whatever. But she still has her eyes on. Like, as if she was still doing a lap. She's still she's still on the prowl. So, we get... So, whatever. We're hanging out there. And then I'm, like, starting to pay attention to her because she's being a little weird. And then I notice that she starts doing a lap on the by the dance floor. 
And I also noticed that she walks over to Bobby. So now I'm like, oh, okay, strike one. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You know that how I feel. He's my quote-unquote claimed boyfriend. What the fuck are you doing? Right there, that breaks girl code. That breaks the girl code. Like, unless you're helping me out, which I knew she wasn't, you're breaking girl code. Whatever. I was pissed. But I wasn't going to let it ruin my night, you know, hanging out with my girlfriends, doing all, doing my thing. I really didn't even care because, like, it wasn't like, oh, yeah, we messaged, but, like, we never spoke in person. You know, like, I'm not like that. So I didn't really give a shit. I cared, but I really didn't give a shit. Even though that means I obviously cared. So, whatever. She comes back over to me, and she started saying stuff to me about him. And I was like, all right, like, that's great. I want to find that out for myself. Like, shut the fuck up. Leave me alone. And we're, of course, she ended up being in my Uber home. And she's, like, giving me the whole ring and roll spiel about him. And I'm like, you know what? Just, just, just shut up. Like, I don't, and I did stick up for myself. I'm like, you know that I've, quote, unquote, like, you know, called him from last year. Like, don't be like that. Because if somebody did it to you, you'd be fucking crying and we all would have had a fucking dorm meeting. Anyway, so whatever, that was that. Now, my, I don't know what happened. I don't know if he, like, miraculously thought about me. Because throughout the whole night, he wasn't thinking about me. But he probably, you know, you know. Anyway, he messaged me on Instagram. He was like, hey, did you leave yet? I was like, yeah, in the Uber home. Like, it took so long to talk to me. What's going on? And he was like, oh, you shouldn't have left. There were so many people. Blah, 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 blah. I didn't even see you. Meanwhile, we were fucking staring at each other for 20 minutes. But that's besides the point. Um, you should come back. So now, I'm not fucking stupid. I know what the you should come back and the, oh, let's hang out means. And honestly, I'm not like that. I never do things like this. But at the time, I was like, fuck it. I want to have a night for myself. I want to fucking go. I'm going to fucking go. But I'm not going like a sweaty animal. So, back to Becky. She was being weird. She wouldn't get changed out of her clothes. She was drunk. She's walking back and forth between door, suite, like the suite. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with her? Anyway, Becky, I went in the shower to get myself ready to go. Long story fucking short, Becky, as I was in the shower, messaged him on her fucking own to, to hang out. To, you know, to be a fucking slut. So then, I get out of the shower, I'm all ready, I'm all hyping myself up, I'm confident to go, and I hear my sweet door slam closed. Now, I was like, what the fuck is that? So, side story, she had one of my other friends, like, distract me, because she didn't want, because, you know, she wanted, she didn't want me to know where the fuck she was going, and what the fuck she was doing, so, whatever, so I ran out of the door, I ran out of my dorm after her. And I see this kid sitting on the step and I'm like, hey, did you see a girl just run out here? Like, in a, I was like explaining what she was wearing. Um, where did she go? He was like, oh, yeah, she just got ran out and she jumped into that Uber. So now I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, my God, this girl's drunk. My friend's drunk. She fucking like she, she jumped in an Uber. She doesn't know where she's going. Thinking about the girl, caring about the girl, even though she just fucked me over. Anyway, so whatever long story of course so mind you the girl that was track that was helping her out she was tracking her idiot we jumped into my other friend's car we start tracking this girl's location basically following this uber like 10 feet 10 minutes behind it and we get to we get to the block where we where we just fucking were let me add that the house we were just at and there's a green light on the door I see a green light on the door. I didn't think anything of it, but what happens? We pull up and the navigation goes off and it says, you've arrived at your destination. 
When I tell you I started freaking out, I almost jumped out of my friend's car. She pulled away so that I couldn't, you know, cause a scene in the middle of Bridgeport, Connecticut. And then, whatever. I get back to my suite, causing a ruckus. Poor girl, poor all my friends. I woke them up because I was so fucking mad. After like an hour and a half, she texted my friend, I'm done. Come get me. Can you come get me? You're done? What do you mean you're fucking done? Now let me back up. Anyway, she was done. She was done. So then we get back. She comes back with my other friend to the suite. And she wants to talk to me. Guys, she wants to talk to me. She wants to have a conversation with me about what, why, and where, and when, and how. And I don't even know what she wants to talk to me about. But she wants to talk to me. Me, let alone me. So... She literally gets out of my friend's car, and when I tell you, when I fucking tell you, Rihanna, and everybody else listening, she had hickeys going up her boobs like a fucking road... That's how true it is, almost got to an accident. Like a road map. Like a fucking road map. Hickeys up her boobs like it was fucking Rockefeller Center Christmas tree, like lit up, and I literally was like... You want to speak to me? You want to have a conversation with me? Get yourself together for his girlfriend and then talk to me tomorrow. Maybe. But yeah. And, 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 and like, oh, she didn't, she went home. The next day was homecoming. She went home for like a week, claimed, I don't know what her reasoning was. And then she came back and she talked to me and she had a whole apologetic reason as to why she did what she did. Could you fucking imagine? Could, because I can't. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. 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 Yeah. So this girl's most definitely not a girl's girl. She's definitely not a girl's girl. Honestly, like what she did is really so fucking mean. Like it's so fucked up. And also, too, your friend who basically covered for her is even more fucked up like she literally let her get away with it she literally distracted you so that you wouldn't know that she was going to hook up with your claimed crush these girls sound really fucking shady honestly and i'm just glad that you were kind of like you know distancing yourself from them for the most part you know like good on you because It's really just, this entire thing is fucked up. It's especially shady, too, that she, like, did those laps around at the party to intentionally try and get the guy to notice her. You know, I don't know if it was her intention for it to be mainly him, or if she just wanted a lap to see if any guy would approach her, but I just find it funny that she specifically chose the guy that you claimed. Do you know what I mean? I just think that's really messed up. Like, she could have gone for anybody else. And I feel like she just went for that for some sort of, like, validation. And, like, let's say she was into him or something. Like, she could have at least told you that. She could have at least told you that. She could have at least had a conversation. But no, she went behind your back and then she did that. It's just completely breaking girl code. You know, like, even though you and that guy were not together, she knew that you liked him, and you just don't do that to your best friend. 
I honestly feel like girls that do shit like this to their best friends are just deeply insecure and they just need the validation so bad. And the crazy thing is, I actually feel like she probably felt good doing this. It was probably an ego boost for her. It probably felt like, oh, wow, like I was able to get her man. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it made her feel good that she could get somebody from you or make her feel good that she could get somebody who would have been into you, that type of thing. Like, I think she just so badly, it seems like she intentionally went for someone that you liked. Do you know what I mean? Like, she didn't have to do that at all. There's so many guys, especially in college, there's like a sea of men. And at a frat party, too, like, she could have gone for anybody, literally anybody. I just really believe that this is all based on deep-rooted insecurity. I also feel like it's an attention issue, too. Sometimes this attention issue can come from, like, the way that you grow up. It could be your environment or who you're around. It could be maybe her family doesn't give her enough attention growing up. Or maybe she's been in relationships where she hasn't received the proper attention from male individuals or females. I mean, I don't don't know what she's into. I'm not, I don't want to assume if she's straight or not, but I do kind of get straight vibes. So, um, yeah, I just... I do think that it seems like she's kind of chasing male validation, which makes sense, especially because of how you mentioned and, you know, like we talked about before, how she does laps at parties usually. I feel like for you to be doing that, to get some type of attention, it shows that she really, like, just feels the need to be seen. It seems like for her to be okay... She needs to be seen or noticed at least once at a party for her to be doing laps at every single party. Do you get what I mean? It just sounds like she has a lot of deep-rooted insecurity and it honestly makes sense why she did what she did. I'm not saying it's okay at all, not at all, but it makes sense because it seems like she really just has attention issues, needs male validation. I don't know where this stems from. I don't know. But it's very clear that she has some bigger issues on the inside that she's not reflecting on. And so she's projecting it onto people that are around her and supporting her, you know, like girl best friends. And this is so common, like sometimes with girl groups, Um, you know, unfortunately it's common where you could be really close best friends with a whole bunch of girls. You could be really close best friends, but they'll project their insecurities and their problems onto you and they have no problem stabbing you in the back or completely just disrespecting you. And it could honestly always have to do with just jealousy, too. It could come down to that, too. Like, maybe she felt like there were certain things in your life that you had that she didn't have. And so she wanted to kind of take something from you to make herself feel better. Or it could just be that she just needed that male validation so bad that she didn't care who or what she got it from and didn't care how she got it. She just needed it. 
and that is just sad for her. I don't feel bad. I mean, I don't know. In a way, you, you do have to feel bad for her for that reason, but I don't feel bad for, like, you know, what she did because it, it's fucked up what she did. Especially how she literally, while you were getting ready in the shower, you were literally taking a shower, she decided to DM him. She went out of her way to find him and DM him to meet up with him, knowing everything, and then made your other friend distract you. That is just some, that's some premeditated shit. That's so fucked up for someone to do. And then for her to give you some bullshit apology after is just ridiculous to me. I mean, at least she did apologize. That's great. But I honestly still don't think she entirely sees the weight of her actions. I really don't think she does. I hope that she does or that she at least learns at some point. But it's just really so wrong. It's so wrong to do. All I know is, like, you handled it really well, even though you were, like, really pissed. Because, like, we all heard that New York anger come out. Like, you were pissed. But um, you honestly handled it very well by saying exactly how you felt and everything and speaking your mind and letting her know where you stand with your guys' friendship. Because it's good to set those boundaries especially after something like that. You know, there's something, there's a saying that I've heard before, and this is like a really good, important saying. And I I actually heard it in another podcast called um, Don't Blame Me. Uh, They say this all the time, but like this thing stuck with me about the whole boundaries concept. The people who don't respect your boundaries are the ones who benefit from you not having any at all. Yeah. Repeat that. Repeat that like maybe three or ten times. I don't know. But just remember that and just know that no matter what friendship you're in, no matter how long it's been and all of that stuff, like it's okay to set your boundaries and either cut them off for your own benefit or give it like space between you two. Like it's okay to set your boundaries for your own personal growth or you know mental health even or just if you want to I don't know get in touch with your emotions and regroup regather I think it's okay to set boundaries but I'm really glad that you did set those boundaries and you knew your worth when it came to friendship and you were able to um, move on to other things But it it just is shitty that she did that. But like I said, I'm proud of you for handling it so well. (laughs) Better than I would (laughs) have. But yeah. Anyways, we are going to get into our last and final story of the day. This story is crazy. (laughs) This story is very fucking crazy and I, I I can't wait to tell it. So... This one is called, His Little Sister Had a Crush on Him. (laughs) So, one of my followers from TikTok actually sent this story in. Because I made a TikTok post where I wanted people to send in, like, wild stuff or whatever. 
And so this listener sent one in and I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to tell this story. So here it goes. I'm going to read what she wrote. And she said, so when him and I first started dating, it wasn't weird for me. I actually liked how they were so close because I'm close to my brothers too. So I'm like, great, he'll treat me well. Things turned weird for me when I found out they shared a bed. I mean, they lived in a one-bedroom apartment with both their parents, so I'm like, okay, sure, but one bed. I started noticing that she'd compare herself a lot to me and would always make little comments anytime he'd buy me something or would rather hang out with me than with her. I remember one time he bought me a cute, expensive bag, and she said, that used to be me. He used to spoil me until you took him away. I was shocked. Because I'm like, why would she say that? My brother has had plenty of lovely girlfriends and he spoils them. And I've never said anything like that or gotten jealous. On the contrary, I get super happy that she's being treated well. It started getting to a point where him and I couldn't go on dates without her tagging along. If she was a small younger sister, I would have understood. But she was in her 20s going along with us. And she was quote unquote married but always preferred to be with us. She would get jealous anytime a girl would talk to him or flirt with him, and she'd get more jealous than me. When I finally broke it off, she was happy and basically said that she has him all to herself now. <laughs> this is fucking crazy. Like, one bed, bro? One? One bed. With the opposite genders on it. Are their parents crazy? Like, I'm not saying that it's not possible for siblings to be able to handle shit like this and, and not act weird, but it's strange and uncomfortable. Like, I just think, okay, I get it if you're growing up and maybe your family isn't making enough money. I get it from that standpoint. I really do. But I do just feel like for siblings of the opposite gender to share a bed when they're older is really uncomfortable you know like it makes sense when you're kids yeah but when you're older it's I don't think that's okay to be honest with you I, I personally don't I think it's a little weird because when you're older like you know boys get happy in the morning I don't think girls really want to wake up with their brothers like <laughs> oh this sounds so wrong and also too like I, you know sometimes when you sleep some people like to grab things in their sleep they like to grab onto a pillow like do they cuddle like this is so weird I can't imagine this shit I don't like she's 20 like do they still share the bed it's it, it seems like from what you said that they do like that's uncomfortable and it's very clear that they have to be doing something for her to be comparing herself to you like it just is ew this is super fucking uncomfortable I feel like the parents could have at least put a divider between, like, in, you know, if they're sharing one room, like, like maybe the parents could have put a divider there and, like, one kid sleep on the air mattress or, like, just, I don't, I don't know, like, a basic mattress pad or something. I don't know. They could have gotten two separate twin beds. 
just like put put like one twin bed on one side and one twin bed on the other and then get a divider for the room and dividers don't cost much you know like they you can get them off amazon and just put up like a a divider so that you don't have to see each other like how do they i'm guessing one of them when it's time for changing like one of them changes in the bathroom and then one changes in the room or like do they change in front of each other i know some siblings are like that like me and my sister are like that because we have the same genitals but like brother and sister i mean i've definitely heard of that like i've heard it on like another podcast actually where it was a weird story where a brother and sister used to literally be naked in front of each other (laughs) super weird um but i just think it's uncomfy it's unsettling in my opinion i don't mm, no it also kind of reminds me of have you guys ever seen the movie flowers in the attic if you guys have not seen it i highly suggest that you see it because it's a very crazy and interesting topic and literally displays incest and it's super uncomfortable to watch but that's what this story reminds me of literally of this movie and you just search it up because I can't explain it right now like I want to get into this topic but ooh, just search it up search it up and watch it I promise you it's a really good interesting movie but okay anyways getting back into this story um it's also like weirdly more common than you think where sometimes siblings of opposite genders have weird attachments like this even sometimes parents too have you guys ever heard of the concept of how uh, mothers act with their sons like they like treat their sons as if they're their husbands have you guys ever heard of that concept at all i don't know what it's specifically called but it's super uncomfortable and awkward and i've seen this a lot and i don't mean to bash anybody i don't want to bash anybody but i have seen this as a common thing it's really common with single mothers and i i guess that kind of makes sense you know because they're raising their son all on their own i'm saying when it's like a single mother with a son duo like you see it very often where they treat their sons like their husbands and it is so not good (laughs) it's not good it's like that teaches them some natural codependency on their mother and then they also will treat their mother like that's their woman too which you know to some people that might seem sweet but over time it really does cause a lot of issues because it makes them be confused on whether to choose between their mother and their actual wife that they end up with and I've seen that as a problem for a lot of people and that's another topic to dive into but I'm just saying like it is so common for weird um incestual types of things like this to happen it's just oh gosh it's a mess but anyways going back to the story um it's definitely really weird for her to start comparing herself to you while you guys are all together hanging out it almost sounds like she wants him to know how similar you guys are too so that he'd wonder about that which is just 
even more ugh. like why would we do that I'm also wondering what their dynamic is like behind closed doors because for her to do that really is unusual especially you know the whole oh he used to buy me expensive bags too until you took him away and then her getting more jealous than you when other girls would come up to him and get flirty like it's really suspicious I definitely think like I said earlier I I really believe there had to have been something going on with them especially in one bed I feel like they had to have cuddled or they had to have kissed honestly because who gets jealous like that that's really weird and you said that she's married too so for her to be acting like that and she's married and whenever you're around she still acts like that it seems like she's not getting some type of weird closure from her brother it's just so you know what's awful though i've actually experienced something similar to this too where I had an ex who his little sister weirdly had a crush on him too, and they actually went to therapy for it when they were younger. And, you know, he was actually the one who opened up and told me that, which I found was like, "Mm, that's interesting. But every single time I was over, like, whenever she'd hang out with us, I remember she would wear the skimpiest shit, like, every time she knew I was coming over. And I remember there was this one specific time we were all playing video games in his room and all of a sudden, like she weirdly slowly took her shirt off and was wearing just her sports bra and kept like awkwardly leaning on his chair near him and giggling and shit. Like it was mad weird. It was just, I can't, but yeah, like just saying like it can happen. This shit happens. I know, because like I said, I have experienced it, and that was my experience personally. But at the end of the day, it's also strange on his end, too. Like, did your boyfriend say anything when these things would happen? Like, did you ever bring up anything specific to him? Like, what would he do? I definitely want to know what the interaction was like, because... If you did bring it up and he dismissed it, then I feel like that's definitely confirmation that there's some sort of weird shit going on between them. Because it's just, like, there's no other way around that. (laughs) If he's, like, being awkward about it and dismissive and not doing anything, that is a big red flag. And I'm so glad that you're not like a part of it anymore (laughs) either way like good riddance to them both I'm just glad you ended it and moved on because it definitely sounds concerning it definitely seems like they still have shit to work through and uh, hopefully her husband's okay with with all that and hopefully he's okay with sharing her because clearly he's gonna have to (laughs) but anyways um yeah good for you I'm glad you knew your worth and knew that you shouldn't be sharing your boyfriend with his sister in that way. Super uncomfy. But yeah, I'm happy that you've moved on. And we're gonna end it here. (laughs) We're gonna end that because that was super uncomfortable to even fucking talk about. It's so strange. But thank you so much 
for sharing your story. I know that was probably, you know, interesting to relive, but I am so thankful for all the stories that were sent in today. Thank you, everybody, for sharing these stories. And thank you, everybody, for listening today. We're going to close out with our sound healing, as we always do. So sit back, lie down, relax, shut your eyes, take a deep breath in from your nose and out from your mouth. And I'm going to play. Alright guys, thank you so much again for listening today. I always love having you guys here. And if you're new here, you're literally the best for staying here the entire time, listening to everything. Like, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, You should definitely subscribe. I would really love the new follows. (laughs) And, um, you know, feel free to also follow my Instagrams and everything. If you want to send in a story, don't be shy. I literally love reading them. Also, do not overthink it. I know a lot of people get anxious about sending in stories because they think maybe it's not juicy enough. Like, I promise you, it's whatever it is, it's probably definitely going to be juicy. So just send it. I swear. Like, I do not judge. It is going to be juicy. So just send in a story. (laughs) Don't be shy. But like I said, thank you for joining anyways. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. You guys are literally the best, and I always appreciate all of your guys' support. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. I'll see you guys all next week, and goodbye!